Is trick-or-treating at Halloween the only thing that stops the undead from walking the earth and terrorizing us? Whenever you go to sleep at night, do ghosts and ghouls manifest and touch all your stuff and move it around a little bit? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This Paranormal Life. Welcome to the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kit Greer, joined by my professional paranormal host investigator, pal, Roy Powers. Boo. How's it going, bro? It's going pretty good, man. We're back. We're, We're back. back on a Tuesday oh, oh. with a brand new paranormal tale. They told us that we couldn't come back. They insisted, <laughs> but we did it anyway. AKA my landlady. <laughs> she said, <laughs> please leave. <laughs> not only can you not come back, you cannot stay now. <laughs> You're also scaring your flatmates with your constant rantings about paranormal beings. <laughs> with your 24-hour news cycle. <laughs> found a costume in your closet of a mothman <laughs> you need to leave do you think if we had the budget would we run a 24-hour paranormal coverage service wow no <laughs> <laughs> moving on not. i think we could it's do my like, personal dream we could do like a 24-hour paranormal marathon Ooh, but that would be all i could do at like that point off because you would, would go be genuinely instead. <laughs> yeah at that point we would be the scariest thing alive or dead <laughs> Well, I've got a crazy one for you this week, Rory, as always. I'm excited. I got my paranormal glasses on. You know, sometimes we sometimes we, we, we skirt, you know, the thin line between fact and fiction. And sometimes we like to dip our toes in fiction a little too much. And kind of we actually just go swimming in me- fiction. <laughs> You're already like two minutes actually, in you're telling me this is not real. Sometimes we just meditate under the waterfall that is pure science fiction. <laughs> And sometimes we're on different sides of that line. That's right. Like a little desert island where we've drawn a line in the sand. Yeah. I've seen between Cool Town, my side, <laughs> and Nerdsville. And we're just one dirty look away from a, a, a knife bloodbath <laughs> in the middle of the desert. Well, this week, we're not going to do that. This week, we're rooted purely in fact and history. Okay. This I'm is irrefutable that. shit, people. Please don't imply that we weren't always rooted in fact and history. Yeah, I'm just constructing a narrative. Okay, it's good. fine. Because the goblins, you bet your ass you they're real. You bet your goddamn ass. You, you don't believe in them, they'll get you. That's how it works. <laughs> Burn the shoes now. <laughs> so, Rory, tell me, how much do you know about Rasputin? This is going to be fun because I know literally nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I think a lot of people know nothing. So to get it clear, people's heads, we are talking about the 20th century, 19th slash 20th century Russian mystic whose powers were so great that he changed the course of history itself. How many paranormal beasts or creatures or tales can say that? So let's take it back, as always. Rasputin was born in the freezing Siberian outback in 1869. Can you imagine a more harsh environment? I mean, that's like a mythical beast. I mean... If you're a baby and you're popping out of a womb, you, you yeah, put me back, put me back in. <laughs> Shove me back This in. is horrible. Send me back to the infinite beyond because this is cold. I was fed through a tube. Do you know how carefree my life was? It's cold <laughs> as hell out here. Yeah, that's true. I know you have it pretty sweet in the womb, huh? Yeah, I wish I could go back at times. Moving on. Womb. Sure. <laughs> His parents had eight children in total. But all died, except Wait, just like they didn't make it. Because like, every parent's child die eventually. Well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking statistics, you egghead. But, yeah. No, I mean like within the first 
year or two, I would say. Oh. Yeah, like just like infant mortality. Isn't that what that is? Right, right, right. It's like when you're an infant, you die. Yeah. All died except for Rasputin. Who killed these brothers and sisters. (laughs) At them. Instantly. Make him stronger. It was like a litter of little spiders. They say that... That month he was born, it's 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 up for grabs what month this was. People back then were not taking records. No, maybe in know. Paris, maybe in London, not in the outback of Siberia. Right. They say that around then a meteor tore across the sky above the village of Pokrovskoy, saying that this caused an extraordinary birth. Look. No, sorry. No, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Just you- know I have I have issues. <laughs> Let my issues be raised, but not hers, okay? (laughs) Local legend goes that as a young child, he exhibited extraordinary telepathic and psychic abilities. Okay. For example, when his father's horse was stolen, he was able to psychically identify a thief. But like all psychic... With his eyes. (laughs) He saw it happen. By witnessing the crime. (laughs) And he psychically reprimanded he psychically apprehended the thief with his fists (laughs) dad i saw this man and then i stopped him and now i've tied him to this post well that comet did magical things to you son (laughs) and i at him like my brother said whoa whoa, whoa, don't talk about that don't talk about the don't talk about the the cannibal thing (laughs) but like all siberian peasants he was never educated so his powers were untamed. He was a difficult youth. He was like one of the X-Men before they met Xavier. Like one of the Ninja Turtles before they met the rat. I, I think, they weren't they babies? I'm pretty sure they were little, like, yeah, tiny they babies. Were like, they were like, this that, guy, they were like that. little shit-stirring, yeah, psychic on, turtles. Yeah. He was stealing, drinking, vandalizing. But back then, if you were born with supernatural abilities, it was a sign from God, right? Not like today where you'd probably become a YouTuber or some shit. You yeah, would just, like, yeah, take that shit online. Like, fame, glory. 100%. Get a Disney show. Exactly, Become yeah. a YouTuber. End up on, like, IG MTV. model. Exactly. Back then, it was, like, the priests were the rock stars. Right. So, he was sent away to a monastery to become a monk. You know, tame that shit. Needless to say, it didn't go very well. He obviously failed monk school and returned home. Too he- powerful. <laughs> So if you could turn to page 33 of Paul's Gospel. And he's just firing fireballs across him. <laughs> Rasputin, please stop burning every Bible. <laughs> stop punching yourself with a burning fist. Stop punching yourself with a burning fist. He's already dead. <laughs> he did become very religious, however. He claimed to have had visions of the Virgin Mary, and he became a religious wanderer. What age is this? This is around 18-ish. Okay. Yeah. Actually, as a footnote, he did... You just need to know that he did actually get married quite young. Um, as reckless as he was, he did actually get married, oh. and he started having kids. That was what he did back then. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, they're like their sixteen was like fifty. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, despite being married and kids and everything, at like age eighteen, he begins wandering the Siberian countryside. Bad parenting. Yeah, for Bad sure. Bad parenting. But I mean, he at his own brothers and sisters. So. <laughs> and his kids will probably die. <laughs> like it's this this circle of sad life. How can a man so wise and mystical just like have a wife? have a bunch of kids be like i know i gotta go wandering now isn't it crazy like today religiosity and spirituality is so like look after each other man yeah like love mother nature man back then it was like fireballs yeah 
It was like fireballs, kids eating each other. I mean, like when I abandoned my wife and kids, that was for a very <laughs> specific 14. reason. I wanted to pursue my life as an acrobat. And that's what I mean. It's perfect sense. Say paranormal research. Oh, what? Yeah. Something actually relevant. You think this is my main line? No, 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 no. Dude. I swing from shit really high up. <laughs> and I get paid. I will get paid eventually. I'm very much doing it pro bono at the minute. But one day I will get good enough to be paid. <laughs> yeah, this is my passion project. The gymnastics just pays the bread. Yeah. It's the bread money. I eat the peanuts off the floor. Are you happy? <laughs> when the elephants are done with their routine. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, he started wandering the area, healing people, spiritual healing, physical healing. And he quickly gained quite a following, despite rumors that he was having sex with all of his female followers. Right. Okay. Bad husband again. It's believed around this time he moved to St. Petersburg. To the big city, big app, yeah, and man. discovered like of all the ladies you have. St. Petersburg, <laughs> a bizarre. I mean, healing. Sorry, they're famous. You know, they always say that the the, the ladies of St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah. the, the mamas of St. Petersburg. Oh, oh, yeah. hey, baby, spicy some healing. Oh. <laughs> In St. Petersburg, he discovered a bizarre religious sect called the Clists, which literally means the whip. It's also also known as the one who purges. Whoa, okay. They performed ecstatic rituals of sin, supposedly engaging in crazy orgies so they can repent. <laughs> so they can repent afterwards and become closer to God. Wait. 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 <laughs> so, <laughs> this religious group felt the need to sin in such extreme ways because then what? Then you could repent harder and yeah. then be closer because if, God. if you think about it, Catholics are just beating around the bush. They wait till they do shit wrong to confess. Right. They These guys are just getting straight just to the confession. Do just do it so you can confess straight away. I mean, I'm trying to find the flaw in this. <laughs> I think I'm joining. I think I'm part of the whip now. <laughs> Isn't that I what they I am the said? one who purges, I think. <laughs> That's insane. One of Rasputin's... <clears throat> Many future kids claims that while her father did flirt with this religious sect, he was never a real member. That's what Maria says, Maria Rasputin. Right. But despite her claims, uh, he really acted like a follower of the Clist. He so he just didn't do the <laughs> apologizing the confession. For the, the confession. He just did all the bad stuff. <laughs> he, he was reading the handbook and stopped at page two. <laughs> yeah, this is sweet. Why well, like a sex murder? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can do all that good. stuff as long as you okay. come in Yo, the next I'm day. I'm out here anyway. Oh no, 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 no. See you later, like you chief. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> he missed the whole point. <laughs> They're actually really reasonable people. <laughs> um, he really acted like a follower of the Clist. He lived in a constant cycle of drinking, having sex in public with random people, and then seeking salvation by praying and healing. So, I hear what you're saying. Uh, drunken well, how did this die out, this religion? Absolutely. Can I sign up? Does it exist to this day? It sounds incredible, sir. Am I already a monk of this religion? <laughs> Am I a priest? Sure. I'll, I'll give up gymnastics, <laughs> I swear to God. Athletics, please, I said. Apologies, sir. I don't even know my tits. <laughs> I don't think you did. I hear what you're saying. Drunken, horny priests are definitely not paranormal. They're not even unusual. What made Rasputin <laughs> remarkable? It was that his insane shit actually worked. 
Rasputin was healing people left, right and centre on the streets of St. Petersburg. Word starts getting on about his mystical abilities and his party lifestyle. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, like I said, rock stars. These guys just healing people. Party. Healing people. Party. It's like Jesus had it too low-key. He, yeah, he, he was humble. Party. He yeah. was lo- like chill. These guys are rock stars, and like a rock star heals people with music. Yeah, he's healing people with his comet powers <laughs> and his dick, <laughs> his love stick. <laughs> so around the time that Rasputin moves to Saint Petersburg, the son of the Russian Tsar. For anyone who doesn't know, the Tsar is basically the emperor, the king, the leader of Russia. Right. The son of the Tsar has hemophilia. So, interesting side note here. Hemophilia, you probably know, is where your blood doesn't clot. So you basically bleed to death if you so much as stub your toe. It was known as the royal disease because Britain's Queen Victoria passed on her rare genetic predisposition to hemophilia down to her kids. And because royalty married royalty, this introduced the deadly disease into the royal bloodlines of Germany, Spain, and Russia. That's crazy. I did. I actually did not know that. Yeah. So what, if you just get pricked like a pin? Yep. Just bleed forever? Yep. You know the way whenever you get a cut, you bleed for a little bit and then it stops? Yeah. This just never stops. Think if you bruise, if you get a bruise, you hit your leg and bruise. It's like, you don't even think about it. It's like, oh, whatever. They can die from that because the internal bleeding never stops. So if you get like a bruise, it's a... It goes away. Because I've, I've had like this. Oh! I've had, oh I've had this for a couple of weeks I now. I mean, your torso is purple. Yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. Jesus it was like Christ, a, it was like a, it was It was like a wild badger just <laughs> nicked what the side doing? of me. I was trying you to live milk in him. central London. <laughs> I was trying to milk the badger. I heard, I heard an online rumor. That badger milk grants immortality, and I yeah, just figured no way, no uh, way at all. I mean, where did you read that? Reddit. <laughs> it was a Reddit post. Reddit is my doctor. Reddit, yeah. I mean, and I can tell you that is bullshit because I've been rubbing glass after glass of badger milk on this cut, and it's not getting any better. I mean, it's huge. It's. I think it's infected. It's I think the milk has made you are things more worse. More bruising man, sir. <laughs> Am I royalty? <laughs> Am I, am I a queen now? <laughs> am I a queen for this? You're a badger queen. You smell of badger milk. I have rabies. It's <laughs> foaming in the mouth. <laughs> You're drinking badger milk from that mug of yours. <laughs> I am truly a king. <laughs> king amongst badgers. I'll sort that whole thing out later. Yeah, This is important do. now. This is My the important God. shit. Let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Okay, so recap. The SARS son had hemophilia so the the tsar and his wife were trying to do everything to treat it Uh, they they got the best doctors in the land and they couldn't do a damn thing so one of the tsar's contacts hears about rasputin's incredible healing powers in the streets of saint petersburg and they're just clutching at straws at this point so they introduce the siberian dog that is rasputin to the most powerful man in russia and almost the world basically rasputin does his mysterious drunken sexy healing rituals (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the sun heals up like a goddamn miracle. Hmm. Astonishing. Literally the best doctors in the land didn't have a clue, and this one guy, this dog, has a solution. When he would go away after healing the boy, they would send him away like any doctor. Alexei, the son, would inevitably get sick again or like right. cut himself, bruise himself, and start bleeding and be on the verge of death, and the Tsar would have no choice but to call Rasputin back. So... They basically just had to give him the keys to the palace and just let him just like wander in and out. And that like, was his plan. That you know that was his plan. Like yeah. Rasputin could have 
totally healed him from day one. Yeah, but he's yeah, just the whole time was like, I'm sorry, guys, you only have enough juice left to yeah. just take care of this. Yeah, my retainer's $4,000 uh, an hour. So. Sneaky Rasputin, I know your game. So it's easy to be skeptical about the story so far. You know, Guh, everyone knows that religious healers aren't real, Guh. but this is such good evidence for how real his abilities were, or at least how real everyone perceived them to be. The royal family of Russia basically lived with a borderline sex offender drunken maniac (laughs) because no one else could do what he did. He would literally, I'm not making this up, he would feel up women, noble women, in front of the Tsar, the leader of the country, and other nobles on formal occasions. He would get drunk, yell, be disorderly, but everyone kind of laughed it off because he was this eccentric, like, weirdo. He's from, like... The back country of Siberia, you know, but he gets the job done. Don't mind him sort of thing. And if you've never seen him, anyone who's never seen a picture of Rasputin, look it up on Google. He is fairly terrifying. I will show you Roy. Oh, I cannot wait. I I was worried there. I wouldn't see him. Yeah. Feast your eyes on some of these photos. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. He looks straight out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. He looks like Gandalf the Black. Oh, but it's not even like, it's not even kind of cool and manly. He's kind of like slicked his long hair down and parted it in the middle. Yeah, I mean, he was like n- like normal in physicality, but they said right. when he was a kid. He was quite scrawny. He was antisocial. Yeah, he wasn't like a freaking jock priest. No, no, no. He's not a jock priest. At no, all. He, like he's a very long, wiry beard, long, wiry hair. He had the most bizarrely intense piercing eyes. And you can kind of see it in those black and white photos. Dude, he looks evil. He he is like the definition of someone who looks evil. He looks, he's a villain. Look at that. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, he looks dead. He, he already looks dead. It's insane. But to be fair, man, if he really did party that hard, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, think about a it. child. Yeah. yeah. If you, yeah. if you look at like, uh, like when you see pictures of rock stars at the peak of their like drug fueled rampages, mm. I mean they look like that. Yeah. They look like Rasputin, pretty much. Essentially, yeah. He just went straight to like yeah, like Mick Jagger levels of party. <laughs> yeah, just at like a really young age. So now he's running about the royal palace, and this is when he really starts messing with the system. Of course, he basically becomes the Tsar and Tsarina's right hand man. To the point where during World War I, Rasputin prophesied that Russia would only be successful in the war if, he, if the Tsar led the army from the front lines himself. Oh, you sneaky <laughs> little man. <laughs> and the Tsar actually went. He led the Russian army against Germany in the First World War, meaning the Tsarina and Rasputin were left to run the country. No. This wasn't the only prophecy he made. He also said, and this will become pertinent later on, if I am killed by common assassins... I'm sorry, where is your accent? (laughs) If I am killed by common assassins... That's good. You, the Tsar of Russia, will have nothing to fear for your children. That was really good. If it was your relations who have wrought my death, then none of your children will remain alive for more than two years. So he's just, wait, is this a premonition or he's just going to go himself and kill the babies? (laughs) It's legit. I know he says, you, the Tsar of Russia, he's saying this to the leader of the country. Why didn't he? It's like being like, if you do not do what I say, a curse will rain down upon your family and all the windows of your shops will be smashed. It's like, (laughs) that's not really a curse though, is it? That's you just like saying you're going to break the shop windows. And I'm going to f*** 
fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like the way he's just gone Scottish. <laughs> I, I need to work on my. Accent. I need to work on my Russian accent. So this is pertinent because as it happens. He sent the leader of the country to the front line of the war. To he's, die. He's basically controlling the the queen, the Tsarina. <laughs> Excuse you. He's <laughs> controlling her like a freaking puppet. He's literally creating policy for the country. He's starting to piss a lot of people off. It wasn't long before someone tried to kill him. I mean, that's na- nature. It's <laughs> it like one of his brothers that survived the eating. <laughs> Rose up. Still an infant for some reason. <laughs> Still a baby. <laughs> it's 1914. Rasputin is visiting his family in Pokrovskoy when he's suddenly attacked in the street by a woman named Guseva. She cuts him in the stomach with a knife, causing, apparently, causing some of his guts to just spill out. What? At which point, I guess, like blood and like stuff. Yeah. I mean, I guess his stomach didn't fall out. At which point she yelled, I've killed the Antichrist. Oh, God. But Rasputin's mysterious powers worked yet again, and he survived the attempt in his life. He did, however, become arguably even more awful because he started drinking more and more. Right, well, you got to heal up somehow <laughs> with the sacred nectar. Yeah, it's like, you know, at Tom Brady, it's like to heal, heal up some injuries, be ready for the next game. He goes into like cryotherapy, sort of gets like, the cold showers on, eats right. right. Um, he drinks vodka. <laughs> as more. gropes twice as many women. Apparently he was drinking multiple bottles of wine at breakfast. Really? Yeah. And he's running the damn country. Fair play, man. That's actually pretty cool pretty now that I think about it. Actually, dude. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now... This thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here. Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. (laughs) 
<laughs> it would be two years until the next and most famous assassination attempt. A group of nobles, led by Prince Felix Yusupov, decided that Rasputin had to go. And we won't get into it, but just as an interesting side note, a lot of people believe that the British were actually behind this assassination attempt because oh, okay. it's the First World War. Yeah. They want to end this shit. They, everyone can see that Russia is just being led astray by this... Puppet master. Insane psychopath. So, Prince Felix's men invite Rasputin to a get-together, royal get-together, and they kind of sit him down. They say, everyone's going to be here soon. Have some wine, got some food. They can, serve- I, can I... Uh, can I... I'll sit down on this seat no, right no, here? No, 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 no. Um, um, if you just move, huh? move over the, slightly to the right. So just slightly. Well, I cannot so, see the fire if I don't sit no, no, uh, on, yeah, this, uh, on this seat. <clears throat> yeah, I know. It looks comfy, but uh, we probably shouldn't have put it... But, um... Just like, huh? just to the right, just that, that seat over there. You want me on this one? No, no. no. Uh, what's this one with the X? No, no. Yeah, oh. the big red X? Yes, 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 exactly. That is the That's one. That's the one. That's what does that one, signify one. in your culture? Um, it signifies power, grace. In uh, mine, it uh, signifies uh, assassination attempt. <laughs> Rasput. <laughs> We're all friends here, Rasputin. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm a yeah, little nuts. drunk nuts. from breakfast. <laughs> I hear you, brother. Me too. Me too. Here the I invented family. a snack. Uh, uh, yeah? Wine Cheerios. <laughs> that's how we do things in the royal family, Rasputin. Give me the next, yes. bro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. Found it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's so drunk. He's got to be so drunk. So, yeah, they sit, they sit him down in the big X and they serve him wine and cakes laced with massive amounts of cyanide. Jesus. <laughs> So the men, he doesn't even notice. The men are looking around expectantly, looking for Rasputin to drop dead. Rasputin sits happily, munching on cakes and sipping wine. In fact, he at one point he becomes bored, and because he's drunk, he starts like clapping and being like, oh, someone sing for me. And they're like, he was supposed to be dead two hours ago. <laughs> Impossible, they thought. He had eaten enough cyanide to kill five men. So Yusupov is upstairs, like waiting on this to go down, waiting for the signal. And he starts freaking out, because if he doesn't die soon, how could he hide the body? And everyone's going to find out what's happening, because... Right. The Tsarina, the queen, is still Rasputin's best friend. Right, right. But he's waiting upstairs and he says, enough is enough. If it goes any later, we'll have no choice. Love he runs, red wedding, that bad boy. He ran, runs downstairs where Rasputin's waiting and he shoots him in the back with a gun. <laughs> he falls to the floor in a heap. Yusupov reconvenes with his men and they, and they talk about what to do next. But whenever they turn around to retrieve the body... Rasputin suddenly opens his eyes. He lunges at Yusupov, whispering in his ear as he strangles him. You bad boy. (laughs) Yusupov's men run in and shoot Rasputin three more times in the back. And he falls to the ground. (laughs) They check his pulse. He's still breathing. What is happening? He starts trying to get up, so they start beating him. At one point, one of the men takes out their knife and cuts off his dick. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not okay, guys. Like, if you are struggling to kill a man who's been shot and beaten, like, the penis holds no vital like, importance. Why? Yeah, I guess if it's just like, well, shit, now I'll just like, I'll just want to die now. I, I like the idea of them all kind of teaming together to kind of beat him up and kill him and like put put the final nail in the coffin. They're like, okay, guys, that, that was tough, yeah. but good, good, good work. I mean, 
Larry, I feel like you kind of yeah. lost your cool a little bit back there. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fine. I mean, you you cut off his dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're yeah, holding yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. It's on my head now. What for? <laughs> I've got his lucky charm. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> not cool. What are they going to say when they find he doesn't have a dick? They won't find it. I'll give him mine. Ow! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just a bad idea. Just a bad idea. There's not no good. need for that. Uncalled for. Yeah, 100%. And it's not over. He's still alive. So they grab him and they, they tie him up. And they roll him in a carpet, like mafia style. And they take him to a nearby river and throw him in. It's like, this is like the end. Like we talked about in a previous podcasts, this is like Megatron or Osama Bin Laden getting dropped in the middle of the Mariana Trench. Right. As the carpet hits the water, he breaks free from the ropes and starts swimming away, trying to escape. But the cold was too much, and he did drown in the icy river. His body was later recovered, and when they did the autopsy, he, you know, his lungs were filled with water, so they know the cause of death. Right. Uh, it wasn't cyanide getting his dick cut off or getting shot four times, but <gasps> cold. Right. It's like uh, when the aliens in War of the Worlds invade us. Yes. And it turned out they just couldn't survive, uh, like, human-created diseases. He, he had drunk so much alcohol, he was allergic to water yeah. at this point, is what well, That's happened. it. They literally tried to poison the man who drinks poison at <laughs> breakfast. Willingly. <laughs> the cause of death is important because... Flashback, let's remember his prophecy. He said if the Tsar's men killed him, the Tsar's family would not live. And they didn't. (gasps) When the February Revolution happened in Russia, the Romanov royal family were all executed. Wow. In fact, some say that several of his prophecies came true. He made many. And um, some say he predicted the year of his own death. He said, I think at one point, that he he wouldn't live past a certain date. Um, well, he must have known that with the amount of drink <laughs> he, he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of people he's pissing off. It wasn't even so much a prophecy as he's like, this isn't going well. I love that. He's drinking like 20 bottles of wine a day, like molesting anyone he puts his eyes on. And one day he's just like, I'm going to die soon. And everyone's like, yeah, think another prophecy. My God. <laughs> it's like, ridiculous. Um, and so there's just one more loose end to wrap up in the mystical story of Rasputin. Remember we said his dick was cut off? Yeah. What happened to his dick? He was rumoured to be constantly having sex with people around the streets of St. Petersburg. We've made dick jokes on the podcast before. Bigfoot, uh, etc. Pretty much every funny. episode. Dicks are funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't blame us. But for real this time, people believed he had a big dick. This was part of the story, the legend of Rasputin. And the legend goes that when he died, the maid at his murder site kept his dick. And then supposedly it fell into the hands of Russian women in Paris who kept it as a fertility charm. And then Rasputin's daughter, Marie, heard about this and she demanded it to be returned. Uh, I guess she was managing... She wrote books about him and managed in his entire estate. She had it until her death in the 70s. But whenever it was going to be auctioned off, it turned out to be a sea cucumber. (laughs) That's ridiculous, but... The story doesn't end there. In 2004, a lecturer at the Russian Academy of Natural Sciences and a collector of Rasputin's personal effects unveiled that he owns Rasputin's true dick. He bought off a black market oddities collector in France. No. And he now exhibits it. You can go see it. And long story short, it's a foot long. Really? Yeah. You can see it online. My God. Uh, Can we see it now? Yeah. Wait, so they've got... I mean, I'm going to go ahead and assume these people... 
have done, uh, if it's on show, they've presumably done like DNA tests on it. I don't know. Because I mean, yeah, you can't, I, I don't think you can really go and as far as to put something on display and have people to pay to see it without the, like, I don't you know, having it certified. You would think, but I feel like this is so bizarre that right. like, I feel like whoever's going to be that interested in Rasputin's dick isn't paying for it to go get like DNA tested or I whatever. I completely beg to differ. I think if you're very interested <laughs> in his penis, you want to know if it is legit the real thing. I'm going on a list right now. I mean, I'm just typing into Google right now. Rasputin's dick. Yeah, we're on a list. I'm trying to get the best photo for you. Yeah, that one's pretty good. It's a pretty small image, but... Oh my god! <laughs> so, oh god! Why is she so... Why is she looking at it like that? <laughs> she has a p- vaguely pleased expression on her face. I mean, I, I don't even really know what to say. It's a dick in a jar. It is, is uh, it yeah, is. I'm looking at a, a dick in a jar. I didn't... I didn't. This isn't what I want this podcast to be. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> um, You know what? It's preserved really well. Yeah. Like, surprisingly, suspiciously well. Mm-hmm. Like... Because basically, like, you could imagine as soon as it happened and the dick was cut off and it's on the floor, like, whose immediate thought is it, like, this is going to be throw incredibly... It in jar yeah, throw vinegar. it in, like, a jar. That's that's part of the story, is that this was part of the legend. <laughs> You're right. Was, You're his, right. His, his dick was pretty important. And he was, you know, it was, he was said to be this, like, mystical um, healer who was also, like, incredibly... Um, had incredible sexual prowess, right. I suppose. And you think the dick holds a lot of that power that's possibly. supposedly i mean jesus people like buy rhino horns and grind it up and eat it because they think it's like a fertility charm so what about rasputin's dick <laughs> go straight to the source that's such a good cutout for this podcast <laughs> what am i doing oh man we need okay. to take a step backwards from this one okay so it's it went kind of left field there in the last sort of three minutes i'm still on board this is a great one i really enjoyed this one so to recap right a child born with telepathic abilities, supposedly. Mm-hmm. We've got premonitions. We've got faith healing, healing people in the streets. So much so that he's brought to the attention of the leaders of his country, at which point he miraculously heals the prince over and over and over again when no one can. Whenever his assassination attempts are made in his life, he survives not once but twice. Survives slashing, four bullets, cyanide poisoning, everything. His prophecies about his own death come true. There's a lot of stuff wrapped in here. And obviously, a man like that who's larger than life you're going to get some falsehoods, some myths, some That's true. some exaggerations thrown in there. But not the dick. That shit's real. <laughs> so, where do you stand? Where do I stand? It's a tough one. It's a tough one because uh, we've got a investigation this time where... I do like these ones. It's an investigation where a lot of the facts that you've brought me are mm. real. You know, they're, histor- <laughs> they're historical. They are historical. The man... The events that took place in World War One, yeah. the preservation of a penis, whether or not it is his or not, it's a very impressive penis. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, as you said, it's the it's the little details that are a little bit fishy. It's like when you hear about um, ancient Egypt and you hear about the uh, like the aides to the pharaoh, who mm. were like the mystical men who would speak to the gods, like Ra, mm. uh, and a lot of the like weird wizardry they would do, you know, throw um, different materials onto fire and make like green smoke puff out. And but that was like mm, witchcraft. And chemistry, it's, uh, I guess. It's just chemistry. And I mean, it's a little harder to explain with, uh, you know, he- healing this. What is the condition that the, the prince had? Hemophilia. Yeah, that's a little bit more 
confusing unless that was a plan together to like rally up a nation behind a magical christ-like figure i will throw your bone here um hemophilia is a is where your blood doesn't um clot basically if you read rasputin's advice Mm -hmm. for what to do because oftentimes he would be called to help the boy and he maybe would be away maybe he's in his hometown or whatever and he would maybe come in his way but he would send a letter back and he would say something to the effect of um the boy's going to be fine. <laughs> Don't bother him too much. Don't let the doctors like hassle him. And he's going to So live. he was fine then. So <laughs> the boy would always be fine. <laughs> well, uh, on occasion he would say this. So what people, but you have a point. What people were hypothesizing were they, they were saying, yes, he had hemophilia. Maybe he would have lived and maybe the doctors were making it worse, whatever they were doing. Mm. Maybe Rasputin's miraculous intervention in this instance, not saying about all the others, maybe he was just kind of, being like a little, little bit more hands-off. Right. It's like when you hear about old medical treatments where it's like, oh, someone's feeling sick. We should cover them in leeches yes. so they can suck out the bad blood. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. that was a, just, a, I assumed, a terrible idea. Yeah. We're not doing it I anymore. There's much to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, old medicine, you know, is in some weird places. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rasputin just showed up and the kid was like, uh, oh, I'm so glad you're here, Mr. Rasputin. What is it you'd like me to do? <laughs> Shut, you shut your little mouth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink this wine. And you're just gonna shut your little mouth. I'm dying. Yeah, I know you're. We're all dying, bitch. <laughs> he just does nothing. Rasputin's hungover. <laughs> Eating a bowl of wine Cheerios in the corner. Maybe that's it. Maybe he just like told the kid, "Tell them I'm healing you, or I'll kill you." I wouldn't put it past this man. But you know. Personally, there's definitely there's definitely something believable about that. Yeah. But personally, it's kind of convenient to write off this one miraculous, um, one miraculous healing mm-hmm. of the prince and kind of discount all the reason that he was famous in the first place because he was famous across the city before. That's true. He that met, is true. met the Tsar and Tsarina. I think this man did exist, and I think mm-hmm. it may have been popular popular opinion that he did have some healing capabilities. Mm-hmm. But I am very skeptical as to the extent of these capabilities. Mm. Where where do you stand? Yeah, I think I'm kind of on the same page here. I feel like w- what it all kind of reads to me is that he was basically very intelligent. Yeah. And very virile in that he was just like, he was, I mean, what he did to his own body to still live as long as he did and party that hard and survive the assassination attempts. I mean, he was poisoned and all these things, and he was just having sex constantly with random people. He was obviously just, like, full of life, like, so much so that it's hard to kill him. Right. Um, And, yeah, obviously intelligent that he was able to heal people and was very religious and all those things. Yeah, I guess if we're asking, is this paranormal? I think probably not. Probably not. I'm getting, like, the sense of... Like a uh, cult leader vibe, yeah. you know, so charismatic and hypnotizing yes. and just, yeah, energetic and full of life that if there's some normal person who's feeling like sick or lost and you mm-hmm. see this guy just full of life and love and alleged healing powers, you know, you would just be so drawn to it yes. and succumb by it. I think that's probably much more likely. I think that's what we're looking at here, mm-hmm. but a crazy story nonetheless. A great story. That was a fantastic one. What a ride. What a damn ride. But unfortunately, in terms of a conclusion, it's both look at Mike saying, nope. 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 Not this time. Not this time, folks. 
Unfortunately not. But if you have any of your own thoughts about the tale of Rasputin, any, any, any ideas or inputs, do let us know. Mm-hmm. And if you have any of your own stories in general, you can always email them in to thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. As always, guys, if you're enjoying the pods, uh, hit us up on the Twitter. That's at thisparalife. Rory is at Rory Has Powers. I am at Rory Has Powers, yes. And I'm at Kit. Greer, G-R-I-E-R, and we've always got our Facebook page if you're Mark Zuckerberg inclined. <laughs> uh, and you can keep up with everything that's going on with us and um, we'll keep bringing you a new paranormal tale each and every week. Secret to summer ready skin is here. Osea's number one best selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.